Look to the book of Psalms, and I'll read uh, a few verses from the 25th Psalm tonight. So we'll read a few verses for uh, your hearing, and you thank you for standing to honor the word, and we will read those, then let you be seated, and we'll talk for just a few minutes tonight from the word of the Lord, Psalm 25. Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. So we'll stop there and we'll spend a few minutes tonight talking from Psalm 25 and uh, just the first few verses. Let's thank God for his word. God, I want to just begin by saying thank you for your powerful word. It is quick and it is powerful. And I pray that it would be sharper than a two-edged sword. I pray that tonight it would pierce to divine the center of soul and spirit and joints and marrow and be a discerner of the thought and intent of the heart. I pray that your word tonight will speak to the heart of your people and that we, being your people, will receive and respond and reap a result. If you believe something good is going to happen tonight out of the word of God, just clap your hands and thank him in it. I thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, Lord, for your word. It is very powerful. You may be seated. I I remember that we had testimony tonight, if I'm not mistaken, with Sister Lynette talking about the word of God and uh, the surety of the word of God and the power that's in the word of God. And I, I think how blessed are we? that have an understanding of what the word really is. I, I picked up a Bible that was on the uh, altar tonight and somehow there's a Bible in my, my office uh, that had a piece ripped out of it. I don't know where that came from. I don't know whose Bible that is. But if I was guessing, I would say both of those Bibles, they look like Bibles that I can go to the dollar store and get for a dollar. And I've bought Bibles. Anybody ever bought a Bible at the dollar store? I've bought a Bible at the dollar store. And here's one thing I know about every Bible that I've bought at the dollar store. I can't read it because they make the print. I mean, even glasses on, Brother Bob, I can't read those Bibles from the dollar store. So I, I find the best Bibles for me now are getting thicker. So they're heavier to carry, but the Bible has the print that I can read. And I, I thought about these Bibles that you can get a Bible for a buck. Now think about that. You can get a Bible for a buck. So the most precious commodity in the world can be purchased for a dollar at the Dollar Tree. Now, that helps us to understand where we are in society. And yet, some of the things that are the least important and the least significant have the price tag as though they are precious. The most precious thing can be purchased for one dollar. A Bible for a buck. Here's what I know about them. They don't know what I know about that book. They don't understand what I understand about the Word of God. I am thankful for the Word of God tonight. I am thankful for the privilege of walking in on a Wednesday night and saying, turn in your Bible to Psalm 25 and know that when I read unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Oh, my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. That I am sharing with you something that is so precious and yet so powerful and that we can take the word of God tonight and know that it is forever settled in heaven. Yes, but that it is fresh 
and available for us instant access as it were for the help that we need. No matter what your trouble, no matter what your trial, no matter what your situation, the answer is found in that book. That's why we spent several weeks talking from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. We find that when we have Him as the one that leads us and guides us, that we aren't a world in want, we aren't a people in want. I want you to know the world that we live in is a world in want. They are constantly looking and longing and never satisfied. The book itself says this, the eyes of a man are never satisfied. You won't ever find what you need out there, but you will find what you need in the Word of God. You will find in the Word of God what you need to make it through the day, no matter what the day may bring. So, as we understand the psalmist when he said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, that we have your goodness and mercy following after us. That's why my wife will tell you my favorite song is, All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. Why? Because His goodness and His mercy follow after me and He's faithful. It doesn't matter what kind of day I'm having. It's always a good day when God's goodness and mercy is following after. The air may not work, but Sister Trina, there's somebody that's coming to make it cooler. I'll tell you what, you don't realize how good you got it until something that you had is gone. I don't ever want the Word taken from me. I don't ever want to have to have the fire and feel the heat to know that air conditioning is going to be okay. I trust and believe that I'm here tonight to tell you how good it is when to walk into the house of God to feel the AC. When I walked in from the heat, opened the door tonight. First one in the building and that cool air hit me. I said, thank you Lord for air condition because when it's hot out there and you walk in here and it's cool, it feels good. Let me tell you something that's better than air condition tonight when I walk in those doors and I know all the hell that's happening out there. If I can get into the presence of God and have His Word go forth and speak to my situation and my scenario that it's everything I gotta feel it anybody remember what Kevin Casey said I gotta feel it everything's gonna be okay you know why not because I got new socks to wear but because I got a word and the word says everything he's the king of glory and he shall come in who is this king of glory the Lord strong and mighty in battle so as I'm thinking back to all that we've talked about what gets us to unto thee O Lord do I lift up my soul I think Who shall ascend? He that hath clean hands, pure heart. Talking about the king of glory. How many of you remember? Tina, do you know what I talked about last Wednesday night? Do you know what I preached about and taught about last Wednesday night? You got that written down? She was the one that had it written down. What what did I talk about last Wednesday night? Can Can you tell us what we talked about there? Got, got it written down in you. Hey, it's not a bad idea to write it down. What does it talk about? We shall see the king when he comes. We shall see the king when he comes. Amen. Man, I want you to know, 
You may not have needed it on that Wednesday night. But there was coming some... I, I heard a testimony today how that the last several days you've been praying to God and say, God, will you come through? And you testified that he did tonight. I want you to know he's not going to let you down. I came tonight on this Wednesday night to let you know he's the king of glory shall come in. And this king of glory that has come in is not going to leave you hanging. So what should we... The Bible says, unto thee, O Lord, unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Oh, my God, I trust in thee. I want to tell you, it always works when you worship. So I'm starting off tonight by telling you this. It always works when you worship. You're not going to worship and it not work. It never fails when you worship it works. When you walk in, you say, I don't really have anything to praise God about. Absolutely, you have something to give God praise for. You have God to praise for the fact that you could say, I don't have anything to praise God about. The fact that you're breathing enough to say, I don't have anything to praise God about. Let's me know you have something to give God praise about. I want to lift up my voice and worship and praise. I don't care how bad the day's been. God's good even when it's bad. And I'm going to praise God in the good times. And I'm going to praise God in the bad times because what I know is worship works. Tell your neighbor, worship works. I'm sorry, I'm supposed to be teaching. I feel a little preachy tonight, but worship works. Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. Oh, my God, I trust in thee. I trust in thee. I want you to know. When you worship, when you worship, it works. Trust me. Trust me. It's happened over and over and over again. Worship works. Putting your hand in His. Sang that song tonight. We can depend upon His Word. We can depend upon His Word. You can depend upon His Word. Other things are going to falter and fail. The stock market is going to keep crashing. Gas prices are going to keep soaring. But one thing that we can count on in the midst of the bad times and the good times is that confidence in God is always the right way to live. Put your trust in Him. Put your confidence in Him. Oh my God, I trust in thee. And then he says, let me not be ashamed. Don't let mine enemies triumph over me. So what he's saying is, God, I'm going to worship you. I'm going to put my trust in you. But don't let me down. Don't let me down. Now I'm bragging on you. I'm talking about how good you are. Whatever you do, don't embarrass me. Have you ever felt like saying, don't embarrass me? You know, you're talking to somebody like, okay, you're going to do that. You're going to do that on my behalf. Just don't embarrass me. You know, just make sure... I I, uh, I think back when I was thinking about talking about this tonight, I remember. So I am the type of person that I really, I really enjoy a good meal. Sister Lulabelle, like I, I was talking with somebody and they, they just, they just eat so that they can live. Man, that's, that's not me at all. I live to eat. So whenever I'm going somewhere, like we go to general conference and every time we go to conference or we have a special place that we're going to have a meeting or whatever, I'm, I'm online trying to figure out what restaurants I'm going to go to. 
You know, I'm, I'm looking at what it is that I, that I can find, that I can eat there, something. People, I go to different places and speak, and they say, where do you want to go? You want to go to Applebee's? No, thanks. I don't want to go to Applebee's. I can go to Applebee's anywhere. I want to go to something that's local, something that's something that I can't get. Not, I'm not preaching against Applebee's. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, feeling good in the neighborhood, that's great if that's what you want to do. But if I have an option, I want to go somewhere that's, like, unique to the area. And so I, I had a place in St. Louis. I'll, I'll just tell you where it was. We had a place in the streets of St. Charles that we would go. It's a place called Firebirds, and it's, it's a chain. It's good. It's classic. It's, it's you know, very good. And um, I, have, I have a lot of places that I go. Everywhere I go, I find out the name of the people that are there. And my waiter, my waitress, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call them by name, and they're, like, they don't understand how that works because not everybody does that, and it's important to me. And so I, I found out the name, and then I had a guy there, and he was like the general manager there, and he was my contact guy. And if I had a situation where I'd have large party come in, I'd call him, he'd set it up. And then one Sunday night, um, January, like um, right before, I think it was like right before COVID hit and all the craziness started happening. And I went and I preached here, and then I drove five hours and preached in uh, St. James, and then uh, driving back to pick up Tess in St. Charles, and I, Brother Bob, I was like, hammer down, because I knew that they closed at 9 o'clock, and I'm like, okay, I can get there about about 8.50, and, and I can get me a table, and we can have a good meal, and I'm like, okay, this is awesome, so on my way, and I call him, and I say, all right, my wife and I are going to be there at 8.50, can you get us a table, and they like, <clears throat> let, let me check, and I'm thinking, oh, well, that's, I'll just talk to, to my guy there if they come back and tell me. That they can't. So they, they got back on the phone and they said, uh, we're sorry, but if you can't be here before 8.30, don't even come in. So that didn't make me happy. And so I said, let me talk to so-and-so. And uh, they said, well, he doesn't work here anymore. And I said, that doesn't surprise me because if he worked there, you wouldn't be telling me that I couldn't come in. So that happened and I was frustrated and aggravated. So I'm like scurrying because... I would not be denied. I was going to eat something good. I didn't want Taco Bell. I wanted something good. So there was a restaurant that had just opened up right across the street. I said, you know, let's try that. So I called. It's a place called Napoli 3. You ever heard of it? Napoli 3 is a place that I said, let's try that out. And so I called them. And the owner answered the phone. And he said, Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll be fine, just the two of you. He said, don't worry, if you can't, even if you get here, we close at 9, but even if you get here a little after 9, that'll be fine, we'll take care of you. And I'm like, I already like this. This is good. Kai is the guy, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the guy's name. You know the place I'm talking about. I mean, Napoli 3, it's the new place to be. And so I, I went in, just my wife and I, little bit before nine, got there like right, and they acted like the place wasn't closing. They brought out the fresh hot bread and butter. We could order whatever we wanted. It wasn't like, hurry up, the kitchen's closing. Let's go, let's go, let's go. No, they took care of us, and man, we had a delicious meal. And here's what I said to Kai. I remember that night talking to Kai. I said, Kai, I'll tell you what, you're the guy. From now on, everywhere I go and everybody I talk to, I'm going to tell them, try Napoli 3. Try Napoli 3. It's awesome. I go back there. I have the personal number of Ray. If I want to get in, I just text Ray. It doesn't matter if the place is full. He's going to find me a place. And you know what I've done, Sister Lulabelle? Everybody I talk to. I got people at headquarters. I got people in Missouri District. I got people that pass around there. Everybody I talk to, I say, you need to go to Napoli 3. And you know what they do? They go to Napoli 3. The Kaisers have been in Napoli 3. Trina's been in Napoli 3. 
I take Turner to Napoli 3 when I go. To, every time I go in, I go to Napoli 3, and they treat me like that I am the best thing since buttered bread. You know why? Because they did something good for me, and now everywhere I go, I got people from headquarters. I got, And you know what they all come up to say? They say, man, thanks for giving us that recommendation about Napoli 3. I went there, I told them who you were, I told them who offered, and they are so awesome. And you know what, when I go into Napoli 3, you know what I tell them now, Trina? Don't embarrass me. Make sure when these people come that you are up to the standard of what I'm telling. Because everywhere I go, I tell them, man, the best lasagna in the city. You need to try. Have you had the lasagna, Trina? Is it not like the best lasagna in the world? I mean, it's just... I'm just telling you, it's just out of this world. Bob, we need to try this place out. I'm just telling you, Napoli 3 is the place to be. And what I always say is now, don't stay up to the standard. Whatever you do, don't bring somebody a nasty cold lasagna when they come in here. I want you to, I just was there, uh, we went for quizzing, and I couldn't get anybody to go. And then I told Turner I was going to go, and he's like, no. He said, and he, I, I said, okay, well, I'm going to go at this time. And then it ended up, I didn't get, I walked in there just a few minutes before 11, so I'm there by myself. And you know what? They didn't say, chop, chop, let's go. They close it up. I'm eating at 11 o'clock at night. You know what? I, I want that lasagna. You know the way I want it? I want it hot and I want it good. And that's the way it was. Everybody that goes in there keeps telling me, man, thank you for telling me about Napoli 3. Why Why am I bragging on Napoli 3? Because I know the standard that they set. It is a locally owned place and the manager's there, the owner's there, and they're not going to treat you bad. They're going to treat you right and they're going to bring out fresh, hot, delicious lasagna. Is there anybody hungry tonight? Because man, could I eat some of that bread right now. I'll take some of their calamari, their toasted ravioli, their sea bass. I'm just telling you everything. What, I don't know what you all got, but whatever you got, it was good. I love the place because I know the standard that they set. And you know what I tell them? Please, whatever you do, keep the standard up. I don't want you to embarrass me. What's embarrassing is at 803 and I'm talking about food. My apologies. Here's what I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to get to this. What I'm talking to you tonight about a restaurant is how good it is They don't embarrass me. They always come through because they're solid. They're awesome. But my, this God that I'm talking to you about tonight, this God, this God that answers, I think it was you, Sister Beth, that said he doesn't slumber, nor does he sleep. He never closes. He's always on time. He has just what you need when you need it. I want you to know, here's what I'm saying. God Don't embarrass me. I know even when I'm saying it, when the words are coming out of my mouth, I don't have to worry. He's never failed me. Not one time. Myrtle, not one time has he ever failed. He's not had a bad day. He won't have a bad day. He's the same yesterday, today, and will be tomorrow and next week and the next. And I want somebody to hear what I'm telling you tonight. Who I'm recommending. What I'm recommending. I'm recommending the Word of God. I'm recommending the King of Glory. I'm telling you tonight, He is not going to embarrass me And you can take it to the bank. When you need something, where you need to go is the Word. The Word works. What you need to do, Sister Angel, is you need to pray. Because prayer works. And when you worship and pray unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. My God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. I am going to be victorious because God is on my side. Pray with me. God, tonight, these people are awesome. I pray that you, God, don't embarrass me. Please, I know you won't because you're good all the time. The reason that you're good all the time is because 
you're a good God. You will never fail. You can be depended on. You can be trusted. I pray that everybody here will see and understand that confidence in you will take them through. We thank you because you're always there. You're faithful and your word works. And I give you praise. Would you give him praise before you leave tonight? God, I want to say thank you for being the great God that you are. A God that never fails. If you're hungry, go get something to eat. God bless you. You're dismissed. If we go to Napoli, it's a long way. They probably wait for us. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.